I know what you're thinking. And no, I didn't stutter. I kill murderers. Serial killers, specifically. The more brutal, the better. The gorier, the greater. The more depraved, the more delightful. Now, I don't want you to get the wrong idea here. I'm not some saint, hero, or vigilant. I just love killing. You know, when the light fades in their eyes and it's just empty, cold shell, and staring at nothing. There's something beautiful about having the power to end an entire existence with your bare hands and the best people to kill. Well, they're the people nobody wants alive to begin with. I started as a teenager. It was mostly stray animals. A dog here, a cat there. Once I even desiccated a rabbit and strung its intestines on a neighbor's bush like a string of lights. I could hear her screams the next morning all the way from the school bus stop three houses down. There was a feral cat in a colony nearby. The cats were hard to take down at night, but during the day, I would have no issue picking them off. I learned to hunt regularly whenever the itch would arise. It really does feel like an itch, the desire to kill, to play with their organs, finger paint with their blood, and mascara, still warm from the life that flowed so recently. It's an itch behind my eyes, and nothing can reach it or sate it but the chill of a death rattle. Eventually, though, the small herd of cats was noticeably thinned, and I no longer found proof of their presence in a small clump or fur or droppings. I suppose they realized they were being hunted and found safer grounds to roam, but it meant I had to graduate. Uh, to be honest, I grew tired of how easy they were to break in my hands, small and slender as they were. I needed a challenge, and I craved a more satisfying victim to dispatch. The idea to kill a, a serial killer came to fruition in the form of an online article on my social media case regarding a series of related murders in the town not 30 minutes away. I was 19 at this point, and I'd fairly painstakingly crafted my image. I had inherited my mother's flowing blonde locks and dimpled cheeks and my father's piercing blue eyes. I used them advantageously. I kept my physique toned and fit with regular swimming and made my friends quickly with everyone I met. All of this honed the inferitable image of my goodness. It took work and so much patience, but I've been killing killers for 10 years, so I'd say it's worth it. The first murder I murdered wasn't the most original with their methods, but you never forget your first. So, I'm still somewhat sentimental about the experience. He or she had been kidnapping young women from outside of various clubs at night, bringing them somewhere, and then assaulting them before leaving their body in a public park to be discovered. All I needed to be was a bait. Dress myself up for the night, I potentially meet my first human victim, Cautious to dance down my spine. I went for a short pink dress with a tight-fitting bonnet and a flare skirt to emphasize my curves and simple makeup to add an air of innocence and naivety. I then blew myself a kiss in the mirror for good luck before making my way to the local dive club for my death with date, hopefully. I didn't have long to wait when I got there. I grabbed a drink, a fiend drinking the entire thing while allowing most of it to splash on my dress.
and danced erratically and jokingly for a few numbers before doing a rather convincing stumble outside to wait. Do you need me to call you an Uber? A concerned male voice spoke quiet, close to my shoulder. This was it, the man had come to kill. I turned around, taking in the sight of a very thin, very mousy looking man who looked to be around his thirties or so. His hair was dark and short but thick and curly and it looked like he suffered from dandruff or some other scalp condition based on the flakes nestled in the strands. He wore a gold watch with a black strap, brown boat boots and a short sleeve button up shirt with jeans. His brown eyes were dark chocolate and his tone was surprisingly confident and warm. A well-kept mustache perched above a set of straight, albeit slightly yellow teeth. He seemed so harmless and disalarmingly sincere that, on first glance, I second-guessed myself. Yes, this was his calling card, but plenty of people were nice enough to offer a pretty drunk girl a cab. The only one way to find out if this man was the one. My performance of a, a clueless drunk girl is one that I'm proud of to this day. I practically fell into the Uber he called for me dragging him in with me as he offered to save money by letting me sober up at his flat. It was closer. I giddily accepted as I planted a slobby kiss on his cheek. I felt him tense and caught a glint in his eye as I pulled away. Yes, this was my guy. I leaned on him heavily as he led me through his front door, the area inside completely coated in plastic everything from table to floor and are protected from any and all bodily fluids that might have otherwise defiled them. I knew then that he didn't intend to keep up the trade. Once his victim entered his room, death came for them quickly and I needed to be quicker. I dodged a rag of chloroform by his breath, ducking under his arm and reaching into my clutch for the uncapped syringe I concealed within. My eyes scanned the exposed skin of his bony arms, appreciative of how unobscured by fat or muscle his branchial artery was. Beautiful truly, but I didn't have time to stand and admire. I had only a moment of surprise. He wasn't expecting me to be ready or to dodge and spin to his face so rapidly. I glimpsed the confusion pass across his face and I grasped his arm with one hand and pierced that sweet pulsing artery with the other. I pushed the plunge down swiftly and without hesitation. I heard him cry out in agitation and anger, and then I watched him die. The arterial embolism takes skill to synthesize. Had my first victim been more broad or muscular, I meant I have been survived that encounter. The skinny arms laced with dark veins under that impossibly pale skin had ensured my syringe, filled with nothing but air, I had penetrated the main artery in his arm and delivered those air bubbles exactly where they needed to go to stop his heart. I left him lying there with the door to his flat cracked. I didn't rejoice when I saw the article stating serial killer found dead of natural causes splashed across my social media. Like I said, I'm not a hero. I got my joy earlier watching the tear on that man's face as he realized he was going to die. I'm watching it fade into blankness. I'm a murderer, murderer. 
It is the best job I ever had, and I'm good at it. Thank you guys for listening. I'll see you guys in the next episode. So sit back, relax, and listen.